Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon here to open up our lives and minds with you. We'll share some of our experience as counselors, business owners, and most important of all, as everyday people. Hello, and welcome to our podcast. We are excited to be here. This is our very first episode, and we are going to be taking this journey with you, and you're going to be journeying with us, and we're really excited to be doing this podcast, trying something new, and being creative with our experiences as therapists and business owners and everyday people. Yeah, we're just, in one way, you know, two normal therapists in private practice, and then in other ways, kind of weird in that, or maybe not weird, but... Uh, oh, you can say that. We're definitely both a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you a little bit more than me. But uh, yeah, you know, as expanding from just being by ourselves as therapists into being clinical supervisors, into being employers, um, it's we are in kind of a, a unique space um, that I don't really realize is as unique as it is until I end up talking with other people. Um, so I think it's going to be great to just talk about what it's like being a therapist, what it's like being a human being and what it's like being a business owner. Yeah. And along the way, we're hoping to just take a lot of our sort of everyday experiences, whether it's from work or from some of our personal lives, um, just to be able to talk through some of those experiences that we have and share with you what it's like just as a human being. And then also, you know, of course, as therapists, it's not like we're, we're, you know, therapists, and then we go home and we, you know, flip the switch off, and then we're um, different people. I mean, we sort of, in some ways, never really turn that hat off. Of course, you know, our wives will tell us we definitely need to turn that switch <laughs> off and, and be yeah. husbands and fathers and such. But we, we can't help but thinking about things in the way that we think about them, you know, analyzing them and thinking them through. So we're really hoping to just to share some of our own experiences and connect with you over those things and give you just some insights about how we how we do things. Um, and maybe that'll be helpful. Maybe it'll be relatable. Yeah, I, to be honest, I'm a little bit nervous about being as vulnerable about real life um, when I think about that. But um, I think that's going to be the only way this is actually helpful for anybody. I mean, for the other fellow practitioners that might be listening or, you know, for anybody that should maybe even just interested in the whole idea of counseling in the first place or becoming a counselor or self-help psychology type of stuff. Um, you know, I hope that one of the things that happens in private practice is that you end up feeling kind of isolated and alone. And that kind of doesn't happen right off the bat. It happens uh, over a over time. And people would tell me about that. They would say like, well, you're going to be isolated. I would be like, I'm good. But after, man, after a few years, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting to find where you're sitting there thinking, I just called that therapist like two days ago. And why won't they get back to me? Like my person's coming in. I need to figure out like what this other therapist knows about the care of what they're doing with this couple. And I'm just working with the individual and that kind of stuff is always going to happen. But when you're alone, you're just sitting there by yourself, um, feeling like you're not exactly sure where to go um, a lot of times. So 
that kind of thing. And I, I know that if I heard that and was out there listening right now and going like, Hey, that, you know, that's true. I, I end up dealing with that. Um, I end up dealing with that as well. I, I just hope that sharing our experiences with, with that, dealing with that can somehow be helpful for folks. Yeah. And along the same lines, you know, we talk about vulnerability. Um, obviously that's difficult for all of us. Uh, Brene Brown is out there and with lots of books. I don't know how many of you have heard about her, but she talks about shame and vulnerability and it's this huge topic. Um, but it's something that's difficult for everybody and being alone and, and isolated as a therapist, but then also in some ways wondering as therapists, are we, are we normal? You know, am I qualified to be doing this work in some ways when people come in and I'm helping them? Like, I don't necessarily have a sense of like, I'm any better than, uh, somebody or I have it all together. You know, some of these things that, um, that I'm helping people work through, I've definitely worked through myself and I faced the same kinds of challenges. And so I'm hoping that through some of these conversations on our podcast, we'll be able to talk about some of those things and see in some ways, like just how normal they are. And it'll take some of the sting or some of the fear of the vulnerability out of it so that we can just open up and have more conversations about these things, because I think our, our culture and our society needs a lot of those things. Um, and hopefully we'll all sort of feel a little bit more normal or a little bit more understanding toward each other. Um, so if you're listening to this, you know, you can relate to these things and realize that we're just a couple of relatable guys uh, ourselves. And along the way, I guess I would say too, that, um, we think you should listen because Nathan and I are, uh, an interesting pair. <laughs> we're very similar in a lot of ways, um, just in, in some personality things, but in some other ways, we're also very different. Uh, just to give you an example, as we were preparing for this podcast, um, you know, I'm creating the outline. I've got all the structure for it. And I'm telling some of this stuff to Nathan. We're talking it through. And he tells me, so this will tell you a bit about my personality. He says, you know what? Could you put that in a spreadsheet? Um, because that's kind of what you do with everything. <laughs> with everything. <laughs> I'm the spreadsheet guy. I like to organize uh, th information and have it all all clear and together. Well, he was calling Aaron, you were color coding the words of like, okay, you say this, I'm going to put this in this color for you and this color for me, which is it's just I'm like, how in the honk are we going to be able to do this for like 20 minutes and you're color coding? Um, I, mean, I know that that's not what you were going to do, but, um, <laughs> well, but I did, to be honest, I did color coded <laughs> just a little bit though. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's true. Um, but you said something a moment ago that I think is um, interesting. When you're a therapist, there is this pressure that all of us as therapists have to deal with to know things. And I think it's happens. I think that that pressure is dealt with. I've seen in, in one of two ways. One is that you just fake it till you make it. Um, and you just go, yeah, you know, like I do know this stuff. Um, and then you deal with this imposter syndrome type of thing because you're sounding all awesome and clear headed to your client. And then in the back of your mind, it's going like, you don't actually know anything. You are so ridiculous. And um, that's what the voice in my head sounds like too. <laughs> exactly. That's why I know you, man. It's like, that's what goes on. You know what I mean? But, um, the other way I think that handle it goes is that people, I think there's a, a therapist type out there that goes, yep, I don't know anything. 
you know, I'm just like you, I'm okay. Um, and I think there's actually value in both, but there's also problems with both because the value of just being there, like, yep, I'm just like you. I don't know anything. I mean, as therapists, we will tell parents, do not tell your child. Um, yep. Mom and dad, just they're normal. Just like you. We don't really know anything. Cause a child takes that like, what? Like I, you're supposed to know stuff. What do you mean? You don't know anything. Um, yeah, and then, they kind of need us to know things, even right. if it's, even if we don't know everything, they kind of need to have the sense that we know enough. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm definitely not comparing clients to children. That's so weird. <laughs> um, that's so weird. But um, just from the idea, the perspective that this person's coming to you and giving you money to try to try to help them. And you want to be able to do that. So you don't want to communicate to them like, yeah, I have no idea how to help you. Um, that'll be what's your copay is $20. Um, and so on the other hand, you don't want to communicate that like you somehow know everything and they're beneath you and you've got this and you're sharing and you're going beyond your scope because you, you think that you have to know it. Um, which to be honest, in the very beginning, I think I dealt with that a little bit more. Um, like, you know, going, going over the top, not necessarily going out of my scope, but like <laughs> getting too far off on that side, that's more of the tendency where I would go, I guess. Just in, in thinking through this podcast, we, it, it sounds like we just want to be relatable. We want to let you know that as therapists, most of us are, are human beings. Most of us are, um, you know, your next door neighbor or somebody, you know, who is a parent of one of your kids' friends or whatever, that sort of a thing. Um, we have conversations with people all the time on uh, airplanes or when we're traveling somewhere or uh, at the grocery store, um, you know, whatever, meet and greets where, you know, people ask, what do you do? And we tell them and um, it's always a really interesting conversation. Um, most of all, I guess we enjoy people. We enjoy helping people, caring about people and working through things, um, whatever issues are coming up. And we just like can't not think about things in that way. It's like just for Nathan and I, and and for a lot of therapists, we we just want to be helpful and we want to be healthy. And this podcast for us is a way of exploring that with you and sharing that with you uh, because of the feed that, feedback we've gotten from many people in our lives that, you know, that would be really interesting. So with that, let me kind of uh, segue that into a little story about how we got to know each other. Um, and we'll dive deeper into this into the in the next couple of episodes. Um, Nathan will interview me so you can get to know me a bit more in my personal story and journey about becoming a counselor, getting into uh, business owning and podcasting. And then I will turn the tables on him and interview him so you can get to know his story a bit before we uh, get into some more material later on. But for now, um, Nathan, why don't you just tell us, because um, you kind of started your journey a little bit before I did, a couple of years ahead of me, um, about how we got together and got started as counselors. Yeah, I'm, it's also important to realize that I don't know that you'll ever catch up with me. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, when I, um, I started out, and we'll go, like Aaron was just saying, we'll go into more depth, but um, going, to, going to grad school at the same time, working at a church, actually, and uh, just going through, I, I kind of always knew I wanted to be a counselor. Um, there's definitely more to that story. But as I started, I started right off after, out of grad school with the idea that 
in my mind, I was going to be doing a business, meaning like it wasn't because as a counselor in private practice, you have to, you have to be, you have to have a business entity in order to be able to collect monies and taxes and all that stuff. But most therapists by far, um, meaning I don't, yeah, most therapists by far will just do their own name. They'll use their own name and that will be their business. Um, and so I was the only person that I knew at the time that started right up with life encounter counseling. Um, because in my mind I needed it to, to, I needed that to be future. Like I was thinking of the future of at some point I wanted to have a group employ other people. I didn't, I had a lot of different ideas about that. Um, but so of course you get the website, which I was at, at that phase of the game. That was 2004 for perspective. Um, therapists were largely using websites at that time as an advertisement, meaning like, um, it was just one page. There was, there was definitely no audio, definitely no video. And so as we went, as I went I was trying to organize what I was doing, um, I ran into just being alone. And so I thought, you know, and this was like seven years in. I kind of like I, I kind of got kind of done with it, and I had met you, Aaron, at a at a grad school thing, and you were actually at that point the only person I had ever met that um, also started right up with a business name. Um, yeah, and let me just say, actually, just if I if I can, um, at the same time that that was going on for you, I was I remember being in my graduate school internship. I can picture it now. And the people that I'm working with, it was like this um, cubicle style area with some offices all around, some private offices all around. And I remember like going around to people and talking with them and saying, hey, I want to start this group, you know, when I when I get licensed of other counselors working together and, you know, this big like group thing, you know, are you interested? And I remember everyone being like, oh, sure. Or, oh, that's an interesting idea. Sort of blowing me off like it's this novel weird sort of a thing and um and so after that i was like i guess maybe this is a weird sort of a thing i don't really know anybody else that's doing that um and then you know in comes nathan yeah i didn't well and just like you what i i got a different kind of discouragement mine was um you can't be in private practice until you've been in a clinic for at least five years. I don't know what you're doing. I, I, that was literally what I, one person literally told me that I think that's a pretty much a direct quote. And that's very uh, typical for our field, just for those of you who don't know. And, um, you know, you get out of grad school, you work for an agency, um, you know, you work long hours, you see a ton of clients, more people than you probably should be seeing. And, uh, you get licensed that way. And oftentimes counselors get burnt out, but that's kind of the way you sort of you know, pay your dues to get into the field. Right. Well, I'm seven years in and, um, I had shared a couple clients with Aaron. Um, and we, I, I put it out there too, cause I knew him to be a person of faith, very similar to myself. And I thought, you know, it'd be interesting to have people that kind of had this same perspective to all get together and maybe do what's called a supervision group. And for those of you that don't know what that is, it's, um, it's kind of the same as a peer group. It's where therapists get together that are all about, that are all at the same, for lack of a better word to say, the same level. Like they've been in, in um, 
like you would have a group of licensed people all together that because when you're licensed you technically can supervise other clinicians and when you're together as a group of licensed people you are looking at each other's cases in a clinical way and sharing them and just kind of getting other licensed people's perspective so i thought that'd be helpful to maybe try to do that once a month so we got to I put it out to Aaron and uh, he had some ideas about some other people. Um, fast forwarding a little bit, we were in the group for a while and I I was in this office building and I was kind of thinking, man, I want, I would love to supervise an intern and try to like, because that was in my mind, that was business, business expansion, right? So talking with Aaron and of course, Aaron's like, oh, that sounds really cool. And, and um, and coincidentally, at the time, like, what was it that you, you had? A, um, I was in, you, go ahead. Yeah, I was in this other office space that was beautiful, and I, I, I still love it to this day. Um, but the thing I loved about it is I had this huge window in my office that looked out. I was on the, the it just a one single floor. It looked out over this big green space with some trees behind um, I, I can't even remember how far, but it seemed like there was really in, you know, sort of in the middle of, it was in downtown, uh, the suburb here in the Portland, Oregon area. And, um, just, it, it was like this weird outdoor, um, nature sort of experience right in the middle of a, you know, downtown suburb. Um, well, shortly uh, after being there for, I don't know, a couple of years, uh, they decided to do some, um, development and they basically, uh, tore up that entire green space and within, I want to say like 10 feet or so of the back <laughs> window or whatever back door there, they built like condos or apartments. And so that window now was facing like a fence and then, and then some like apartment buildings or whatever looking in. And I was like, man, like that just is not relaxing. It doesn't say peace and safety. I need to get out of here. You know, you mean, <laughs> Hey, now Aaron, that, sound for peace and safety you must have came really really acquainted with and it's supposed to be keeping you safe it's (laughs) definitely that's what it felt like like the evil eye of sauron watching every moment (laughs) those freaking dump trucks backing up outside and people telling you their worst life stories and you're like yes i'm hearing you what do you (laughs) say never mind that noise (laughs) no big deal but uh we basically ended up really clicking um, on not just a clinical level, but we really started to realize that we had a a similarity in a business way. And that started off by ended up starting a, um, we did, we, well, we rented a space that had three offices, one for me, one for you. And then we had the uh, third one to be able to share for a a, uh, intern that would come in so maybe an intern each and we we kept things very separate at first um i mean we're still very separate in a way but like i guess i mean it was a bit more separate than it even is now i think we were both kind of trying to feel each other out like it's like one of those things where okay we seem same and similar is this real because i think you know what we said earlier you know you get a lot of pushback um trying to start a private practice it's kind of weird like people look at you like it's almost like they're saying um oh so you think you're awesome is that what you're doing right now like and it's like i don't know how private practice got this idea of like you're supposed to be awesome to do it um but it is kind of from a but honestly and straightforward from a financial perspective um this idea that 
that you have as a person, as you're maybe listening to us, this like, oh, private practice, like uh, therapists make money, quote unquote. That is only true for private practice. And it's not true for all private practices. Um, but if you work for like a, I don't know, like a, we in, in Oregon here, we have places like, I guess I should probably shouldn't name them, but community mental health centers. Um, you're, you're not going to get rich doing that. That's not going to happen. Matter of fact, you're definitely going to get underpaid. And you were, like Aaron was mentioning earlier, you're going to work forever. You're going to work your knuckles off. I joined Nathan. I guess for me, the thing was, you know, when you talk about the isolation, it was um, sort of feeling each other out and not really knowing, you know, what is it, what is okay to share or what should I share? You know, are you going to, um, you know, is it safe to share some of this stuff? But just as he and I were talking, we would sort of run things by each other. You know, at first, sort of some simple things like, oh, what about this? And here's how I do that. And over time, it just became, wow, like you do a lot of things really similar to me. Um, you know, I've got my own company, Discover Counseling. He's got his uh, Life Encounter Counseling. And we're essentially realizing more and more as we get to know each other that we're, we have been running straight, but parallel and side by side to each other. And we thought, you know what, why don't we just make this like, this partnership closer together? Why don't we continue running in the same direction? We can support each other and talk with each other about the different things that we're facing or curious about or whatever, just to, just to bounce some things off of each other. And that to me became really the beginning, both of our friendship. Uh, we've been, you know, I would say good friends ever since, but also uh, business partners. We started another business, which is sort of a mashup of our two businesses. So we, we co-own this third, uh, private group counseling practice called Life Discovery Counseling Services. And um, that was like, you know, we had essentially a lot of people coming to us saying, hey, you know, I've heard about you. You know, you guys have been around for a while. You've helped so-and-so. Um, and they've referred you to me. Can you help me? But I live over in this area or I've got this sort of a need. And we just were discovering that we can't we can't do everything. I mean, we, our schedules are limited. We needed to expand. And so, you know, he and I were both kind of expanding at that time to hire some more people. And we started this other business to reach a different part of the city and to give some other people um, jobs. And I guess the thing I would say about all that is just this um, creativity and expansion and in meeting the needs of the people that were coming to us um, was really, really fun and really exciting to to pursue that, but also to do that with Nathan. But along with that, um, you know, everything new that you do and every sort of larger step that you try to take, there's just a ton of uncertainty and fear and self-doubt. And that's some of the stuff that we want to talk about on this podcast as we, you know, get more in depth over the um, over time here. It's just what it's like doing all those things, because with every exciting thing that we've done, it's had a lot of fear. And with a lot of fear, there's been a ton of excitement at the same time. Um, and so when we decided uh, to start this podcast, that's um, kind of another story. Um, each of us individually has a sort of an interesting side of that. But we went to this um, business conference for therapists um, with uh, Joe Sanok, who uh, runs the practice of the practice, and he's had a podcast for I don't know, maybe it's in like eight or 10 years or so, um, very well known in our field. Um, but yeah, just as we were collaborating together on this business stuff, we went to this conference and he was saying, you know, all you therapists in the room, you need to start a podcast. This is like the direction of where things are going in the world, you know, 
there's not a whole lot of podcasts out there relative to, you know, like YouTube channels and blogs and stuff. And in a room of people of like a hundred people, only about 10 or 13 people, something like that have master's degrees. And only one of those is going to be a therapist. So you're sort of an anomaly. And that means you have a lot of things to share, a lot of wisdom to share that not a lot of people know about or or a lot of people are probably going to be interested in hearing. So when you put those two things together, uh, he and I were both like, you know what, that's kind of interesting. Um, maybe we do have more that we can share than we realize. It took a while for us, I think, to kind of realize um, that we, we had the confidence, I think, to step up into doing this. Um, but over the months uh, of just letting it, you know, mull over in our minds, we realized as we were talking with people about it, you know, our clients and family members and such, like, yeah, that's a really good idea. You guys should do that. I would love to listen to something like that. It would be really, really interesting. So um, that's kind of my take on why we're here. Anything you want to add to that, Nathan? Yeah, I think the um, when I first heard about the podcast thing, my first thing was like, oh, that that seems pretty cool, actually. And then <laughs> the next thought was like, I don't know what I would say at all. Um, and as you and I talked, I realized, you know, we're in situations all the time. Like our life is so weird. Like as soon as somebody says, what do you do for a living? It's like, okay, this could be a potential conversation. I mean, like uh, oftentimes I, I'm fine. I find that I will word the answer differently to try based on how much time that I actually have to answer, like to say more. Um, so, which is just kind of maybe an aside, it's kind of the same thing with that Brene Brown, uh, you mentioned her earlier. She, she will be on, she's an introvert. She self-identifies as an introvert. She's, she was talking about she, how she was on a plane and sometimes people want to be chatty. And if she wants to not talk, she'll, they'll say like, Oh, what do you do? And she'll say, I research shame for a living. <laughs> right. and, and immediately it's, and we're done. Like, <laughs> Not going to talk to you. I don't want to go there. (laughs) So, um, yeah. And, and that's changed over the years, but I realized like, Oh, I guess you probably could keep, you know, there's probably is quite a bit to say. And then I started to get in kind of touch with what Joe was talking about. Like, but then it's still like, there's man on the one hand, this is simple. On the other hand, I mean, Aaron is handling the lion's elephant share of the technical part of this. Um, I have somehow in my age became a dinosaur with this. I do not, but which I'm sure he will tell you more about without me wanting him to at some point. Um, <laughs> but anyway, cause he makes fun of me being the old man. Um, but that's kind of the, that's kind of what I, how I kind of came into this is, and that was really because you and I talked about it. I don't know that I would have, I don't know that I would have steamrolled out on my own at all. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I would say the same thing. Um, being around other people that were doing this and um, some of the people that we met at this conference were, you know, uh, stepping out. Um, one of the couples I, I remember specifically meeting, Billy and Brandy Eldridge, um, they actually started their own podcast. Um, and, you know, maybe we'll have them on ours at some point. But I remember talking with them and uh, they started a podcast with Joe's help and just thinking like, man, like, it's just so helpful to have other people around you to share these, these experiences with. It makes difficult things or new things so much easier just to be able to open up and to connect and to hear other people say, yeah, yeah, me too. Or like, oh yeah, that, that sounds like a really good idea. 
just that sort of whole idea really convinced me that stepping out into something new and exciting like this podcast that I knew had something valuable to share. I just wasn't exactly sure how to go about it. Um, but I just sort of felt pushed in this direction um, in a good way. And then when Nathan sort of got on board with it and we were on the same page together, we were like, I think we're, I think we need to do this. Um, so that's where we are. Yeah. And, and uh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like you were just, you kind of alluded to, I mean, we've, we are saying this is a lot about us, but the truth is we, we are really looking forward to bringing other therapists on to interview and other people, maybe not that are not even therapists that are, business owners of something else, something different. Um, because we really want to try to get at the human experience behind things. So, um, bringing on a therapist and just asking more about, you know, how they're just kind of just like where we're sharing, like going on in the background, uh, of what their life is, as, as they do therapy, not really like, could you come on our show and speak about the integration of blah, 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 like not that kind of stuff. So the tangible people stuff, yeah, so that's kind of in a nutshell um, who we are and what this podcast is about. And um, like I said, this is our very first episode, and uh, I know that we will be making a lot of mistakes along the way, and um, we're sure that you'll give us some feedback on that. In fact, we we want your feedback. We are, um, you know, like Nathan said, we're doing this in a way for ourselves, but largely for you guys. We've heard a lot from people that we're in relationship with that this would be a good idea and it would be helpful. So we really need you. We need to hear from you about what you would like to hear, um, topics you want us to touch on or things you want us to share about ourselves. And we want to really be challenged to go into those and open up about those things from our own lives and in our relationships. Um, so we're like really excited to take that journey. And I, I should say also a little bit terrified, but um, we'll deal with that as it comes. So thanks so much for um, walking this journey with us and taking the time to listen to our very first episode. As I said um, early on, uh, the next couple of episodes will be interviews with Nathan and I, so you can get to know us in more depth and each one of us more personally. So stay tuned for that. And thanks for listening. Hey, have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to learn more about us, visit our website at shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course.